The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Coming up, author and speaker Sheila Walsh explains how God can restore your life when everything seems to be falling apart. Our Father God can gather all those broken pieces and not just put you back together again, but allow His light to come through all the cracks. To me, peace is not the absence of trouble, it's the presence of Christ. Also, don't miss James, Betty, and Sheila's big announcement next. Welcome to Life Today. Sheila Walsh has just released a new book called Peace for Today. She says, let's talk about this uh, in another program this week. And we're, <laughs> we're happy to do that. We want you to know it is in the bookstores right now, this week. And uh, you can go online and get it. And if you want peace today and tomorrow and the next day, I think this would be a good place to start by getting it today. And we're going to welcome this wonderful uh, bearer of truth and love and peace, Sheila Walsh. Would you welcome Sheila Walsh to Life Today? It's great that if before you even introduced, you just laugh uproariously with no context. You're welcome. Well, because I'm so happy to have you here. Yes. Here's, here's the thing many of you will be glad to know or surprised to know. Sheila is now a part of Life Outreach and Life Today and the Outreaches of Life as well as the stream Yay. and inspiration. Are you glad she's Yay. now part of the Life Outreach and Life Today family? I have a real job. Yeah, she's got a real job. Well, do you want to talk about your journey that, uh, you know, we're going to actually minister out of what God is not only revealing to us, but hopefully through us because of what we've walked through, what we have learned in the process. And we can certainly tell you that the journey is not always the most pleasant. And sometimes you don't know if peace is going to come today, tomorrow or ever in some of the things we face. Well, you're here with us and you know God sent you, right? You believe it's something he really led you to do? Without a shadow of a doubt. Um, you know, for the last 20 years, and you know, because you've been so gracious to have us, I've been part of the team at Women of Faith. And when I knew in 2015 that Women of Faith was coming to an end, I really began to pray and, and make, I mean, a consistent, intentional prayer. You know, what do you want me to do with the rest of my life? Because one of my absolute favorite verses is, Acts 20, verse 24, where Paul says, but my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus, the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. So I thought, I, I just want to know where, where do I belong? Where do I plug in? Because I want it to be a, a bigger thing than me. I want to be part of what you are doing rather than asking you to bless what I might be doing. And it was so clear that I should come and stand alongside you and Betty. That, that's so clear that God said, um, would you like to do this? And I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> because, I mean, honestly, for all the years that I've known you, you are the most loving, supportive, generous. I mean, I, I think, you know, you don't always get a chance to see behind the scenes, but I don't know anybody who has more of a spirit of, a father about him than, than you, James. You have a way of loving people back to life. And, and Betty, you are just, 
we talk about you, women of faith. You're, you're just, we just love you because you're sweet and you're deep. Sometimes you have people who are deep and they're annoying. Or you have, <laughs> don't ask me how I know this. Or people who are sweet and kind of bless your heart. But you have this amazing duality of gifts where you're genuinely lovely, but you have a depth. So I can honestly say it is such a privilege, such a privilege to serve beside you. We are delighted to have you with us. We really are. You, of course, we feel like we've been family for a long time. Yeah, I felt that. When we had last Christmas, when we had the, the life banquet and you mm -hmm. invited you know, a lot of people who support the ministry and, and you invited Barry and I to be there. And you know, you shared something that night and Betty shared something that night that really left a permanent indentation in my heart. You talked about that Christ is coming back for his bride, for a beautiful bride, not a contentious church. And you said something that night that you could imagine a day when the father would say to the son, look, look at your bride, isn't she beautiful? Let's go get her. That burned such a hunger in me to be that, to, be, to see the church of Jesus Christ finally lining up our lives with his very last prayer, hmm. that this is how they will know this is the only way, not by your books or your conferences or any of that, when you love one another, mm. when you, you don't have to agree on every single little point, but when you love each other, when you bless each other, when you stand together, then the world will know that you belong to me. You know, this week we, gotta, we get these little pictures sitting now, but I don't know what ever did without these smartphones. <laughs> but now they take these beautiful pictures and we have 11 grandchildren. We have a great grandson. His name's Liam. He's a cute little thing. And he just poses whenever you turn the camera his way. He's just ready to go. He's, you know, seven or eight months old. He's posing for you. But we got this little picture of him today, and, and he was saying, Dada, Dada. And, of course, Mom was saying, Dada, 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 Dada. And then he, Dada, Dada. And we're just beaming. And, and I've watched our, our daughter, who's the grandmother, and her husband, granddad. And I've watched the mother, our granddaughter, and her husband. And they just have the biggest smile on their face. And I found myself today praying. Sheila said, I want to live in a way that I put a smile on your face like little Liam puts on our face. Mm -hmm. And I really think that's really the way we ought to feel as believers, that we want to make the Father so pleased. Think about Jesus saying, I only do those things that please the Father. Wouldn't it be wonderful if the family of God would do those things that please the Father? If we would really, really love Him and His Word and apply his word to our lives and let his word and our life become a letter, an epistle written in the hearts of others, the very testimony that we have, and that we would please him with the way we as a family behave. I have that longing. You worked so long with women that oftentimes did not have a father in place, either dysfunctional or missing, They've not known a man to love them like Christ loves the church. Wonder if he really loves them at all. They've not known someone to lead them. Isn't that a sad fact that you have observed? And doesn't it break your heart? It absolutely breaks my heart. And I so get it as well. You know, um, I mean, I've shared this on the show before, but, but the last time I ever looked in my father's eyes when I was five years old was watching as he attempted to bring his cane down in my skull. Mm. And what I remember about that night more than the noise and the screaming and the ambulance and everything was the look in my father's eyes, a look of absolute hatred. 
mean, I, I walked in my sleep till I was about 18 years of, of age, and I would have the same nightmare. Um, the, the nightmare I had that was recurring was that I was walking down a corridor. I was being taken by two um, guards, and I was about to be executed. And all my family were on the other side of a glass wall, and nobody could hear me, and nobody could see me. And I would wake up absolutely sweating and then not go back to sleep because I was so scared. And it took me a long, long time to begin to understand that even if you had the most damaging relationship with your father, our Father God can gather up all those broken pieces and not just put you back together again, but allow his light to come through all the cracks. And I've seen women who, one woman, I invited her to come to a conference two weeks ago, and she said, I don't fit in with your crowd. So I immediately liked her. Um, so I, I texted her back and I said, why don't you fit in with our crowd? And she said, well, some Sundays I go to church. Most Sundays I have a hangover from the night before. So I don't, I don't go, so I don't belong. And I said, would you please, please just be my guest. You don't have to sit with anybody else. I'll save a seat for you beside me. Would you just come? And, and so she agreed. And when she came in, she had such a, I understood the look, you know, that don't sell me any you know, baloney. You know, tell me that, you know, if you become a Christian, God will make everything perfect. Um, but she sat there and, and after the worship and I shared my own testimony of, of such brokenness and such despair, whether I, I considered taking my own life, but the way that God and his love and mercy had reached out and saved me. And it, one of the most amazing things was at the end, when I came out to just kind of hang with people, she was one who ran to me and threw her arms around my neck. I mean, almost convulsing with sobs because it was like, do you mean that no matter what has happened to you up until this moment, that God can change everything? And I'm like, that's why I live and breathe. That's why I'm still here. Because if you have a terrible marriage, God can be with you. If you have a terrible relationship with your children, with your parents. See, that's why I wrote the book about peace that we're not gonna talk about. Because, <laughs> because you remember when Jesus said, um, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives. See, for the peace that the world gives to work, everything's got to line up. And Jesus said, not in this world, you're gonna have trouble. But take heart, I've overcome the world. So to me, peace is not the absence of trouble, it's the presence of Christ. Wow. It's the love of our Father. You can be in the worst place and no peace because he's in control. He's mm -hmm. in the midst of it. He's in the midst mm -hmm. of Don't it. Don't you all have a longing for that kind of peace? Mm -hmm. It's a, let, let me say to those of you who are listening right now and watching, we're going to spend this year and uh, perhaps as long as we're here, live out, finish our life, finish strong, really reaching out to you and every person that will find their way to simply look into this setting, we're going to be reaching out to help you get into the center of God's love, His will, His purpose, and the peace that passes all of our understanding, goes beyond anything you could imagine but you can experience in the midst of trouble, that presence of the living God. We're going to be ministering to you in a way that if you never had a father, an awful father, or a really wonderful father, you're going to meet the ultimate father. And I really believe not only see him clearly, but come into an intimacy with him that you're going to experience his presence and his power.
and his oversight in your life. And you're going to begin to be able to share that life and that love and that peace and that joy that he wants to fill you to overflowing with. So you can know when you're coming to life today, every day, you're going to be hearing from the Father's heart. And I believe you're going to hear it very clearly. And I believe you're going to know his love in a deeper way than you've ever known it. And that's one of the reasons that we feel so strongly, Sheila, you've come to be with us, the journey that you've had, the things that you've seen, the gift God's given you to share. And I believe we're going to put God's arms around the people who watch so that the church, and wouldn't this be wonderful if the church of the living God would put his arms around a hurting world and draw them up to his heart. It's what he wants to do. I think we're going to witness a move like that of God. And I think we're going to somehow be able to minister effectively to people who will join us. You know, I think, and you and I have talked about this before, but in 1 Peter, he calls us as believers to always be ready to give an account of the hope that is within us. And to me, what that means is that we would be living a life that demands an explanation, as opposed to yelling at people on social media answers to questions they're not even asking. I mean, if we change the way we live so that people are like, what is it about you? You're different. You know, you're not like everybody else. You're not petty and small and jealous. I mean, when you think about it, as believers, we're part of the royal family. I mean, it doesn't matter if you were born. I mean, I was the only kid in my class who got free school meals and free school uniform because we were below the poverty line. But I am a daughter of the King of Kings. And you are too, and you're a son. I mean, you're part of the royal family of heaven. And to me, that enables us to stand up and not be arrogant, be the way that, that our father is, that he stooped down and loved us. And if we as the church began to finally live like that, think how that would impact our nation. Yeah, you're talking about being a demonstration of what God is yeah. in our lives, living it out. Yes. And that's what people, they're, that's what they're looking yeah. for. They want something that they see that's real and that's everlasting yeah. and something that's not just put on every Sunday when you go to church. You right. know, they're, they're tired of religion. Yeah. They're turned off by it. Yeah. But they want the real, and that real is Jesus in our lives. And I see that in my son's life. My son's a student at Texas A&M. Go Aggies. <laughs> one of the things I love is that his generation, they don't want, they don't want any baloney. Yeah. I mean, they're all in or they're not in at all. In fact, he's, Krishna started this thing with two friends um, that every day they meet on the academic plaza with their Bibles and their lunch mm -hmm. and they sit there and it's hashtag Jesus daily because their thing is either Jesus gets everything or why give him anything? We're either all in or we're all out. And I love that. And that's how I want to be until the day the Lord returns or takes me home. I'm all in until it's all over. And Christian, we're praying for you. I don't know whether you'll ever work this program in down there at A&M, but boy, I tell you what, we, we just thank God for you. And you know, I'll never forget you being here in this studio and handing us money that you was a very young boy you saved to help us help people. And uh, so Christian, keep it up. We get those university students reaching out with their arms of love and compassion and wanting to be doers of the word, not just hearers, what an impact it'll make. Sheila, we're going to have a wonderful time together, not only putting God's arms around the viewers, but seeing the viewers as the family of God and Church of God literally put his arms around the world. Are you excited about what God's going to do with you this year? 
I believe all of you here and I believe all of you watching, I believe you will pray for us. Now, you can just go ahead and tell everybody, you know, we, we, we were laughing this week with some of our staff. So, you know, we have Wednesdays in the Word. You know, for years it was Wednesdays with Beth, but then we would bring you or Lisa Bevere or Christine Kane or whoever, and they'd be sharing, but it was Wednesdays in the Word. And they were laughing. So we said, it's like every other day we're not in the Word. But on Wednesdays <laughs> we're in the Word. And, and we were laughing. I said, well, I'll tell you what's fixing to happen. It's going to be every day in the Word mm -hmm. because we're not going to just be talking to somebody. We're going to be really talking to you and seeing not only the Word applied to your life, but the Word written in your life and through your life in a way that it's going to carry you rather than you carry the Word. The Word's going to carry you. So we, we're in for some very exciting, transforming times. I believe we can see the great awakening that is so desperately needed. Uh, Sheila's book is in the bookstores. We're going to talk about it in the next program with her, and, and we'll talk about the piece, but you could get the book. But I want to tell you something, Sheila, we're going to try right now. We're going to try to put some peace in places that people would never think it would go. Yeah. Now, I want to ask you to do something. I'm really prompted. Today, as I was just praying, I really felt the Lord impressed upon me to try to get you to join what is undoubtedly a, a remnant filled with the love of God. And that remnant stays to the end. They endure to the end. I mean the end of the Life Today program to see this. Listen to me to see where they might impart life, share life today, not just discuss it, and where you might look in on pain that's very real, that can be addressed by prayer. So don't dismiss yourself and say, oh, James, realistically, I, there's no way I could support what's, and I know you'll want, yes, yes, wait a minute. Prayer may be the most powerful support we could ever ask for. It will be that prayer that will move upon people that had never been moved before. Bring about a miracle that no one ever believed could actually happen. And your prayers and your participation waiting as a faithful remnant to look and see what God would have you see, to see what he sees and respond as he directs. Watch closely. Cô nó chết luôn rồi. Chân nó bị chân nó chết khát, khát luôn này, cô mẹ nó lại cô khịt luôn tiệt. 
And God says he will provide a way, a way of escape. And it is provided by love. Father, I want to just say to you, God, I can't handle this. I am not capable of inspiring the love and the compassion and the desire to share that a person must now be moved by to reach out in love. I can't do it. I'm asking you to do what that girl's heart longs for and so many like her. I'm asking you to give her a way of escape and give her hope and a future and use those who can hear your voice and respond to the love you have for others and share it in Jesus' name. I'm not even going to try to persuade you. I feel totally 100% inadequate. All I know is that what I saw and what I've seen around the world, God sees and he has made it very clear that we as believers who know Christ are his body, which means that we are an extension of his hands and expressions of his heart. And I think the very fact that you're even watching is that you're in touch with that. And what you've seen, you're moved by, and you want God to provide a miracle. What I believe, I believe you are the expression of that love and that miracle. It's a miracle of love. We can rescue these girls. Love from people like you has built the largest rescue center, the House of Destiny, largest place like this to reach these girls and children that are being taken in traffic in the world. It's magnificent, it's beautiful, it's built by love. Love from people like you. And then another rescue center, we can't show you, it's in the same basic area, known as the sex capital of the world, where we can actually get them and the predators can't get them back. You made that happen. And then in all the other countries where we have to work behind the scenes and undercover, covered by the love of God and the support of people like you. Rescuing people, it's a miracle. It's an indescribable miracle that only love can provide. So what we're asking you to do, and this is our last week, and Betty, I've been praying, we need an outpouring of love. This is the only time this year we plan to ask for your help. We need a miracle. We're asking every person to simply make the largest gift you can. $128 is what it takes to rescue one person. $32 or $64, you might say, I couldn't do the $128, but listen, give the $32 or $64 and pray three or another one join you. And we'll have that. There's some of you who could rescue 10 and make a $1,280 gift. I believe you'll do it. We have some expressions of thanks for you. You're going to appreciate. But boy, what you're going to be giving is a miracle in the name of the Lord Jesus. You're going to be expressing his love. Lifetoday.org, go there. Use your bank card, make a gift. If you want to dial the number, many are calling for prayer every day. Call today to be an answer to prayer, would you? Here's my gift. Whatever God put on your heart, and we need to hear from every one of you that have been moved by the Spirit of God to give whatever God leads and enables you to give. Would you please do it? You call the number, use your bank card like a check. If you want to write a check, make it to life. But call us and tell us you're mailing it. We need to know this week so we can let the missionaries and relief workers know 
support and help is on the way because of the love of God. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for making that gift. Innocent children created to be happy, loved, and cared for are being abducted and sold at the hands of violent predators. Their spirit and bodies broken under horrific emotional and physical abuse. Through Mission Rescue Life, you can reach out to save children vulnerable to sex traffickers. You can help rescue those already enslaved, and you can restore their lives with hope for a future. Your gift today of only $128 will help rescue a child and change their destiny forever. With gifts of $64 or $32, we will combine your support with others to help rescue one more child from the shame and pain of sexual slavery. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you the Light of the World Scented Candle. This beautiful candle encased in a frosted glass burns with a wonderful scent. Its flame is a reminder of your part in being a light to the world, especially to young women trapped in the darkness of human trafficking. Your gift helps provide them with hope and a way out. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280 to help rescue 10 children, and you may request our beautiful new Majesty Bronze Sculpture. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your secure gift online today. I'm standing in the middle of a slum area in Cambodia where the homes are actually built on top of floating garbage. I've been told that people will come here and offer the mothers hope for their children in the way of a job, giving them some type of work trade so that they can send money here and help their family. But in reality, they're sold into trafficking. They become slaves somewhere. We're asking you to consider helping us to educate these families so they know how to say no. We're asking you to help us rescue those children that have already been sold into trafficking. Please go to the phone or go online and make the very best gift that you can. I know you're gonna love this beautiful You Are the Light of the World candle because that's what we are. The book just out this week, Five Minutes with Jesus, Peace for Today. Sheila is gifted by God to bless you, that you may be a blessing to the Lord and to others. You reach out and touch some of those with love we've talked about and make that gift. You want the book, you can go to the bookstore and get it. Or you can say, hey, I'm an answer to prayer for somebody. Would you been answering my prayer and send me Sheila's book? You can bet on it, I will. We'll send it to you immediately and say thanks. Would you say thanks to Sheila for joining with us and being a part of the Life Outreach family and a part of life today. Thank you. We bless you. You are a blessing.
So can there be chaos going on around you and still find peace? Yes. Where do you find it? At the feet of Jesus. Sheila Walsh, tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.